In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, all the way from across the pond, is the Ghost Finder General himself, the most haunted, Richard Felix. Good day to you. How are you? You know, I always hold my breath until I hear your voice. <laughs> oh, God, imagine why. I really oh. <laughs> yes, I'm really here. It's me. Um, I don't think I did well to get it. But no, listen, it wasn't my fault last week. There was something paranormal going on over the telephone line. Uh, I, you know, you know, UK is supposedly one of the top countries in the world. Uh, what's up with this technology crap that's going on over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not where I live, my friends, trust me. You see, I live a third of a mile across the fields in a tiny little... Well, it's not even a village. Uh, it's, it's a hamlet. There's about seven seven houses, and I'm, I'm a third of a mile across the fields um, in the middle of nowhere on a medieval moated site. Really? To, oh, yeah, it goes back to Doomsday Book. And, um, well, I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of, you know... Energies uh, buzzing around here that that, that are really joking apart. I, I, this is true. I mean, we we can only get half a meg of um, what's the word? Um, bandwidth. Bandwidth. What is it? Um, um, yeah, it's sort of. Um, I'm trying to think what it's called now. Internet or something. Yeah, half a meg, uh, which is useless. Um, <laughs> and the phones are always. There's always things going wrong here in summer <laughs> and winter. Oh. Down to the negative energies that are around the farmhouse, I think. <laughs> There's none inside, they're outside, trust me. Whatever. Yeah, so anyway, hey, what... We got, we, you know, we got some really exciting news, because we now have a Ghost Chronicles International fan page on uh, Facebook. Whoopee! Yeah. This is all down to Nori. Yep, yep. A new producer, well, Nori's well new producer, and we have this new uh, page, so you can join us on the uh, uh, the page, which is Ghost Chronicles International. It's on uh, Facebook, so that's kind of cool. That's great. And I understand. Really I understand there's a website in the the uh, uh, mix as well. So, oh, this is good. This is about long overdue. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know who's worse, you or me. 
Uh, well, I think it's got a... I think, to be quite honest with you, Ron, I think it's, it's joint. I think it's all down to age. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, that's a good one to blame it on. I like that, anyways. Well, I think so. Because, you see, I don't, I don't know about you. Uh, I'm certainly... The, I'm terrible as regards um, um, websites and, um, and, and Internet. And In fact, I've just been browsing through uh, some, uh, some old emails uh, going right back a year ago and finding things. Oh my god! Oh my god! I never got back to them. Oh, I never, uh, I never, I never contacted that girl. Uh, oh god, yeah, bless terrible! You. And I'm finding one or two interesting things, including ghost stories. Would you believe that people have sent me? But it's not fair. I'm, I'm, I need to to come into the 21st century. I really. Well, at least, at least you need a, a man servant or something to handle this for you. Oh, uh, listen, that would be that uh, would be just what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> I need. I need help. <laughs> Doctor really do. Watson, a Doctor Watson. That's what you need. Yeah, I do. Sherlock Holmes needs a Doctor Watson. Oh, it's funny you should say that because uh, when I did, when I came over with Most Haunted uh, to, mm-hmm. to California, um, how long ago? Four years, five years ago. I don't know. Like that. Uh, young lady that that, that uh, organised it was a TV producer um, over over in um, uh, Hollywood. Yeah. And before I left, uh, she she actually gave me a little gift. She gave me a an action man, um, Sherlock Holmes figure. Oh, that's so ghost- cool. Yeah, because cool, she reckoned I was a ghost detective, mm. and I've still got it on my desk. Yeah, I was very 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 honoured to be given that because that's what she she believed I was a ghost detective, which I, I think, think is rather nice. I think that's a great idea. I do want to mention one thing too, since we're uh, we also, you know, in addition to our new uh, fan page on Facebook, um, I was able. To, um, this Thursday is the anniversary of the Lizzie Borden uh, axe murders, oh. and and I I wrote an article for uh, Silent Voices magazine, which is free online. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say I must have a look at that. Yeah, I must yeah. be honest with you. I don't know. Much about the Lizzie Borden. Uh, I know. I know it's reputedly extremely haunted. And when you think, when you think what went what went on there, then mm-hmm. you can understand why, can't you? But um, I don't know a lot about it, so I must have a look. I'll look that well, up. Right. We'll have to talk about it a, a little later. But we actually have a, a guest on the line, so I think it would be only I, fitting that we be rude not to, wouldn't it? You think so? I do. So, anyways, before I do bring them on, did you um, do you have anything quick coming up? I just want to get it in before we forget it. I because well, once we get talking, you see, that's it. I haven't actually got. Well, actually, I must be honest with you. I'm rather excited because I had a phone call from a TV company yesterday, um, who do a very, very, very large um, uh, program in this country called I think it's called Pineapple Studios or something like that. It's quite big. (laughs) And, yeah, they're big TV producers, and um, they're doing a, um, a TV program, um, a documentary about people that look for ghosts. And after I spoke to the young lady for about 20 minutes, she was rather excited, and she's, she wants to do something with me on this show. And she's also very interested in two of the other ideas that I've got, Excellent. one being Battlefield Ghosts and the other one Ghost Cars. So I'm excited! Speaking about Battlefield Ghosts, I am trying to get someone on who wrote a book on Battlefield Ghosts of the South. But anyways, let's get our guest on the line. The poor guy's been waiting here for like (laughs) eight minutes, whatever. So without further ado, why don't we introduce, I guess, who is Andrew Gielin, I guess is how you would say it, and he is a psychic medium. Uh, Andrew, are you there? I am, yeah. Did I I mispronounce your name or, or what? 
Yeah, it's, it's, believe me, I've heard a lot worse. It is Geelan, though, yeah. Geelan? Geelan. How, how, how do we get that? I, I, I just, you guys... It's, I, I, it's something to do with Ireland and all from years ago. I don't know, Geelan, Geelan, geez. You know, I... I Tell me what you like. I'm still trying to put it worse. world's worst at pronunciation of... Uh, <laughs> not only people's names, but counties, countries... I'm getting used to him now, and I think the world's getting used to him. So, uh, yeah, fine. you're not the first, my friend. And I think you, I think you did quite well there, actually. You don't sound Irish to me. No, from Middlesbrough. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, someone has to be. Yeah, of course we do. Nothing wrong with Middlesbrough. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a it's a county. Oh, a county. Oh, whatever. Count. Moving way along. Oh. Uh, Andrew is actually a, a, a psychic medium, and I guess you've been that way all your life. Uh, pretty much. Um, I used to see stuff when when I was little, and then I was always sort of like, oh, don't don't worry about it, don't worry about it. And it's just like a child's imagination, and everything. And then I've just developed it since, really. Did, did Andrew? Just a matter of interest. Um, did you have problems? With what you were seeing or what you were hearing, I mean, did you par- were your parents understanding or because I mean I've heard my mum was, of- my dad wasn't, my dad, my dad's not a believer. Even isn't. now, no. Gosh, so everything <laughs> unbelievable. But I mean, I've, you know, I hear scary stories of 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 children being taken to psychiatrists yeah. because they're hearing voices and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard of that quite often as well. Mm, I know it's quite it's quite frightening. It's quite unbelievable. Don't you think in this day and age that, that there are people still that, you know, well, that don't believe, I suppose? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's each of their own. I've had people come to me and say they don't believe, but everybody has their own opinion, really, so... Yeah, yeah, of course they do. But, I mean, did it did it cause problems with you and your dad? Not really, just I think he's a bit scared, to be honest. He won't thank me for saying that, but I don't mind. <laughs> Well, again, this is the problem, you see, the whole damn thing with this ghost was a silly word, ghost, you know, to be frightened of. Um, uh, people shouldn't be, you know, but of course, how do you, how do you, how do you change them? How do you change, how do you make people believe? We, we can't, can we? Well, no, not really. I mean, I've got this, well, a six-year-old at the, at the moment, and um, when he was about two or three, he, um, he was born in 05, and my mum actually died in 04. And um, when we had a house, we used to hear him giggling and saying nana and everything when he was about two or three, but we didn't really put anything across. And um, I had no pictures up in the house whatsoever of my mum. Uh, I was telling my dad, my dad's like, oh, whatever. So I went and got a picture of my mum, I brought it down and I showed him it, and the first thing he said was nana, and that was the oh, first thing he was saying. So my dad kind of left much quickly. Of that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, my dad left quickly after that. I'll bet, yeah. Well, now, you see, that should be for him, surely. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I get so many stories of people, especially around Christmas time, when you, when the the, 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 yeah. the children have perhaps been talking in the past about the old lady that comes into the bedroom, blah de blah de blah and then yeah. the Christmas photo, the photographs come out at Christmas, and then the little girl says, Mummy, that's, that's, that's the lady that comes in my bedroom. Oh, my God, it's your grandma. Yeah, yeah. Over and over again. It's real. Oh, oh yeah. That's the, well, that's you it. You try telling it? people that. We, we actually <laughs> have a question from the uh, chat room, the Tojinet chat room, and uh, Cranio Mummy M, whoever that is, uh, oh, yeah. it says usually has to have something like that happen to him to believe, don't you think? 
And do, do you think, or, or can some people just believe? I mean, uh, I, I don't know, really. It's a bit of both, I think. It's it's each to their own, personal opinions, I think. But I think yeah, that's but just I mean, when, like say, when, to it. when you get real, like what I believe to be real proof, and that's the stuff I'm looking for all the time, um, that just surely should... I mean, it's a bit like, I always refer to this, you know, the sailing around the earth business, you know. Once, once the first one did it and came back and told everybody, then everybody <laughs> said, right, okay, yep, we believe it now. So yeah. why don't, when you, when you provide proof like that, um, why can't people just accept it and get on with it and then and use it? Because well, you can't. You can't. You can't walk No, I mean, there's still people that, that believe that the whole moon landing was a fake. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. but I don't think there's many people that still believe the world's flat. Oh, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> there probably are some out there. But, you know, I find it, oh, I don't know, it's just, you know. You know what it is, as I keep quoting this one, to, what is it, to the believer no proof is necessary, to the skeptic no proof is possible. Exactly. It's wicked, isn't it? But there you go. So you have this... Sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead, Richard. I was going to say, so you, you've... I mean, for me, I, I believe it to be a, a, a gift. Um, mm. In the same way as someone that can... Uh, has a gift of, of being able to play the piano, create music, write music, paint pictures, uh, you know, whatever, do maths, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but is it something that that, that as a child... You know, as a young, I mean, was it right from about from when you can first remember that that you 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 saw things, heard things, or, or did it progress? I can't really remember, but apparently I was about two or three when it first right. started, and then it just went went from there really. And then I, I seemed to miss out a bit from about five or six mm. um, up until like my late teenage years. But I mean, it was it's something that always interested me. I always liked to hear the ghost stories and. Was always interested in ghosts and things like that. What about school? Uh, I mean, did did you, did you were you considered a freak <laughs> at school? Did you talk? Did you, wow, did you, that's kind of a lot of other things. Oh, come on! <laughs> Oh, that's it. I, mean, I totally agree. Totally agree with what you're saying. Um, I never really told anyone at school. No. It's because it was something that I never really liked to tell people. Again, isn't it wrong? Isn't it a shame that that? You've oh got yeah. This? I mean, you. I've spoken to people since, and like I left school in 1995, and there's right. people who were going through the same kind of things, and they wanted answers for their experiences that, but they didn't dare speak up to anyone. Huh. Yeah. You actually, I was reading uh, off of, I think it was the interview you did for Silent Voices magazine, yeah. and you talk about an actual, like, a, and I'm, I'm not, if I get this right, a box that kind of moved by itself, and that was. A, a big experience in your life? Uh, yeah, um, my mum, I was about 12, 13, my mum had a boyfriend that she lived with and he ended up, he, he ended up being diagnosed with a brain tumour. And as well as that, he, he passed on later on. Um, and then I went to my mum's on the Saturday after he'd passed and then she had like a little tiled bottom of a fireplace and there was a piggy bank, which was like a porcelain pig. And then I was in the kitchen, and then I heard a tapping noise, and my mum told me what had been happening. And then when I went in and looked, and I seen it actually lift up and bang on the tiles, and I was watching it, and I just couldn't couldn't believe it. Wow. 
Now, now that would scare the hell out of Richard. He'd run upstairs and go under yeah, 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 yeah. those blankets ah. and cover it because the little green ghost would come and get him. You, I was tempted to be That's always been my fear, Andrew. Uh, although I, you know, this is my profession, <laughs> ghosts. Um, I've been frightened of them since the age of four, um, and I still am, which is absolutely there's, stupid. There's because I tell everybody, I mean, I know you'll agree with me that there's nothing to be frightened of. Because they're not there no, to get really. you. I mean, I'll, I'll be the first if anybody asks me. I'll put my hands up and say that things still scare me. I mean, I've done a ghost hunt in October, um, gone to Chillingham Castle. Ooh, uh, yeah. no, nobody nobody no, knew will. my surname. And then a few people went, were doing a board, and I, I didn't take part in it. And then it actually spelt my surname, which that kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> what, what spelt your surname? They done a Ouija board. Oh, the Ouija board. Okay, yep. Yeah, but I, I wasn't taking part in it. I was stood watching, and nobody mm -hmm. in that group knew my surname. Yeah. Well, you know, you know that absolutely the uh, the skeptic would say, well, you uh, they were just reading your mind, you know, your thoughts. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's the problem with this thing that we do, is that if you're not going to believe in it, you will come up with any and every excuse to make it, you know, wrong. Oh, no matter yeah, what kind of proof definitely. we get. Don't you think so, Richard? I couldn't agree more. I mean, as I say, you know, the, you know, the skeptic, no, no proof is, is, is possible, which is um, such a such a self-centered and, and bigoted um, idea. And, and, and every time I do a walk, talk, lecture, talk, call it what you will, I always say, do we have any do we have any skeptics? Sorry, skeptics in the in the audience or, or with us tonight? And there's you. It's usually the guys, you know. To be honest with you, it's usually the guys that, that that put their hands up. And I say, so you know, what is it? Do you not believe in any of it? You know, are we talking of no such thing as life after death? Are we talking of keep saying forever and ever and ever, which is quite a frightening thing? Or surely, guys, surely you you you've got you must have an open mind. And I have to say, most people do say that to yeah yeah I, you know i don't believe it and i won't believe it until i see it myself um but you know we we must have an open mind and i believe that this is one of the problems with so many hardened skeptics so many of the um the guys out there that are always on the radio that are you know i won't mention any names that that you know, the 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 the, the, well, the professors or whatever the guys with the letters after their names that the smarty pieces. Yeah, doesn't exist, and that's the end of it. What a load of old. In other words, the guy the other week that's what was it? Every, anybody that believes in ghosts is a knobber. You remember that? <laughs> a knobber. I like that. <laughs> Well, the yeah, thing is, that. as well, the thing is, as well. I mean, with, with media and technology, the way it's going, it, it's it's giving you more proof. So people are looking for more ways to doubt it, as well. I think. Mm -hmm. And and actually, on our Ghost Chronicles International fan page, which we now have, and, uh, I did post an article about uh, the body odd spook scientists explains why we see through. What isn't there? And his name is Richard Wiseman, and he's a psychologist and professor at the University of Hertfordshire, whatever the hell that is. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, post, that's posted on our fan page. If you want to join our fan page, just go on and like us. You can pretend you like us. You don't really have to like us. But, uh, yep, yeah, join us, and that article's on here if you want to take a look at it. Yeah, you see, I've, I had a, um, a run in with him. Um, on Radio 5, BBC Radio 5. Oh, Live, yeah. About, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when 
uh, I was on with an, uh, another guy, and, and it was about 12 o'clock at night, late night one, and um, I, I mentioned the stone tape theory, and he just, oh, abso- oh good grief, he said like this. All that was was a TV programme um, in the 1970s. Absolute load of nonsense. And yes, there was. I don't really know about it over there, Ron, but there was a um, uh, an ITV um, document, not a documentary at all, uh, like a play, if you like, mm-hmm. that was called The Stone Tape. And it was um, all about the, the possibility of, you know, what I said, the recordings being held in the fabric of the building, which makes up quite a few of what we call ghosts. But, you know, he just dismissed it uh, without without even even wanting to talk anymore. He just cut me off, if you like. That was it. That was just a silly TV programme in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it wrong that, pe- that they're like that. You know, listen, talk to people, talk to us. Talk to people that believe in it, and, and perhaps we can change your mind. But they don't want to. They don't want their minds changing. We actually have a question from uh, Gail in the uh, Tojinet chat room. This is for yep. Andrew. He says, does, does Andrew need proof of a spirit? I think that's of a p- spirit present. And I think what they're saying, do you need verification or do you uh, long for verification? I think it's even, we'll do it one more step. Um, not really. I mean, I mean, when I want to make a link, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'm a firm believer in whatever I get. I give people, so everybody goes away leaving with whatever the contact that the spirits made with me. Really, so but uh, yeah, I can I can understand where they're coming from. Okay, um, I just had a somebody entered a question. Okay, um. So, I mean, you've worked with uh, Cal Cooper and Karen O'Keefe. Now, they're fairly skeptical. I mean, they're both parapsychologists, and uh, I know you did a charity event with them. And, uh, I mean, what was it like working with them as far as, you know, uh, them critiquing you, or, or did they critique you? Oh yeah, I mean I've I've worked I've worked with them at Chillingham Castle, um, and it, it was fantastic, just to see a scientific side of things as well. And they brought lots of different instruments and everything that that they let everybody use really. So it, it was looking at both sides of the aspect, and that, that's what people seem to really enjoy. And I, I sat and talked with them about like everything that. That had happened. I was really pleased with what they were saying, and they were listening to my point of view as well as providing scientific proof for various other things. Mm. Interesting one. Very interesting. So, I mean, they obviously brought along the usual sort of, um, yeah, you know, the, the ghost detectors. <laughs> yeah, that's the right. Kieran had, a, Kieran had a full kit. Say again. Kieran had a full kit with him, and Cal even brought some um, night vision goggles. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. Great. But yeah. We, we had to go Frank's box, which I've never actually tried doing since, but that, that went oh, down yeah. really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult one because all these, these um, machines, um, people love it, you know, I mean, but, you know, I, I, I still look at it a little bit like, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to, you know, a little bit like playing at Most Haunted. Um <laughs> You know where where everyone tries to emulate what what's done on the TV, um, and I don't personally think that that most of the machines. Although I do, lo- I have to say, Ron, I love your K two meters. I think they are um, 
they are something quite special um, because I, th- I think that the spirit can influence something like that quite easily. But, but other, we, wait uh, a minute, did we have some parapsychologists on or, or some physicists or whatever yeah. who trashed the whole idea? He trashed the whole idea. He also yeah. trashed my idea of uh, um, the stone tape theory. <laughs> but, you know, that's what's good. I mean, dialogue is it's good. good. I mean, yeah. Debate, argument. You know, if we keep debating and arguing and discussing things long enough, there's a possibility that, that we, may, we may all find some common ground and, and actually work towards trying to find out what it's all about. But as we are as, at the moment, and I'm, I'm sure, Andrew, you'll agree with this, that, that we've got two, two sides here. Yeah. One side uh, saying <laughs> so there are ghosts I'm talking to at the moment. I have messages for people. I, I, I know there are ghosts. And there's another absolute side, you know, uh, another army on the other side. There's an absolute load of rubbish. It can all be explained um, scientifically. Uh, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of common ground at the moment. Oh, that's a shame. That's my my view. I don't know whether whether you guys agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's, but I, mean, I think debate's healthy, and it's it also provides people with other aspects to think about and to look at. Uh-huh. I see Cal Cal Cooper is actually in the uh, Tojinet chat room, and uh, his comment is K 2s are pants. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I have no clue what that means. What does that mean? Oh, it means they're a load of rubbish. Pants? Pants. It's a load of old pants. Yeah, it's just another English uh, oh my God. Or, to, to trash something, basically. Which is great. You see, hang on a minute. The, the, yep. We've got, we've got a, a prime example here. Um, you know, if we're, if we're, if we're saying um, that a spirit, soul, or whatever you want to call it, can move a table uh, either through the energies of the people around that table, or can move a planchette on a, whatever you call it. Uh, Ouija board. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Spirit board, whatever. Spirit board, whatever, yeah, or can move a glass, or can, I don't know, throw something off the, off the, uh, off the table, off the kitchen table, onto the floor. Uh, a spirit and soul can do that and gather enough energy to do that. It, in the same way, a spirit and soul, or whatever you want to call it, can also um, influence a light bulb. Make it come on, make it go off, make them blow up, influence computers, cause TVs to come on and off, blah de blah de blah, as as we believe. Mm-hmm. Because then why can't a spirit or soul influence a little grey box with lights on it that's ever so easy because it's full of energy that you know. In other words, they drain batteries. It all. Why can't it, if you can do it to a TV, if you can do it to a computer or a light bulb, why can't it do to do it to a K2 meter? Because it's a damn sight easier than moving a table, I would think. Cal's giving us a lot of crap in the chat room. He's saying... And it's an energy that, thing. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's saying there are a lot better pieces of equipment for measuring environmental changes in the K2, so I don't know. Oh, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a case of, in, of, of measuring an environmental anything. I think it's just a case of having it on your table and saying, if there's a spirit or soul with us now, there's one green light on, can you make... The other colours come on. Can you use your energy or the energy of the people to cause the other lights to come on? And, it, and I've seen it happen. Um, I've also seen it happen when people have got their uh, mobile phones on and a message comes through. That's right. So, you know, it's, it's all out there. But some of the other stuff, mm, I'm not so sure about, you know, EMF meters and all that. I, I know we're just about coming up to break time now, and, and uh, I actually like to hear... Uh 
uh, Andrew's uh, thoughts about uh, the K2 when we come back. So anyways, you are listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles International with uh, Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. And our very special guest today is Andrew... Oh, God. Galton G... Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, we'll be right back after Giggling. the following Any, Anywhere you like. <laughs> Welcome to Tokinet. Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. Take 6,427. All right. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so yeah, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. Except- so anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan and Ron. See you then. Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolak on Tojinet Parax Ghost Channel and Beyond. And our very special guest is who, Richard? <laughs> Come on, Andrew, spell it out for him and then let's Andrew, see if he That's a good way. Actually, you should spell it out for me. G-A-A-L-A-N. And how do you say it? Galen. Galen. Oh, oh like Galen. Oh, that's like the guy that was on uh, Bab 5. The uh, mystic guy, yeah, Bab. I don't. Did you guys never got Bab Five over there? Did you? Babylon Five, the uh, science five series. No. No. Okay. So there you go, Andrew. <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. Uh, so we, anyway, we won't. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Be that way. So anyway, uh, Andrew, what's your what's your thought about the K two? Uh, I know I know what Cal's are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Cal. Um, I'm, 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 to be honest, I'm undecided. I've only ever really used them once um, at Chillingham. I've been on a few ghost ones, but we haven't, we haven't used K2s. I've, I've seen them. No, sorry, I'll rephrase that. I've seen what people have showed me on the television. So whether or not, but I mean, I can understand Richard's argument because surely, if they can move tables and planchettes and interfere with electrical energies, then they can make the lights change on a K2 meter. It, it seems simple enough to me. Is he- Surely, Andrew, it must be easier to do that than, than to physically move a table. Yeah? Well, well you need I, to be I, a I, thought so. I think so. 
Um, but I mean, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a. I'm not a believer in electrical equipment as such because I don't believe they're ghost detectors. But I think it could be another instrument. And I have to say that that remember. I mean, I, I like a lot of people out there uh, do commercial um, ghost events um, all the time. Ghost walks, tours, trips, uh, night vigils, da da da, and all that sort of thing. And if you've got a a, a little meter on the table that um, has nice coloured flashing lights coming on and off, uh, and, it, and it suddenly does go off. It whoopee! People, I mean, people love it. Uh, and I'm not saying that in any way we're trying to hoodwink them or anything like that, but, you know, so long as everybody's got their phones switched off, not in silent mode or anything like that, so, you know, the possibility that, you know, a message hopefully won't come through, the phone's off. It, it, it does look good, but, and I do think that there is a possibility that if a spirit can do anything, it can, it can probably influence a light to come on. Uh, and I'll just tell you a quick story about a, a lady um, in the newspaper a few, few months ago, um, and she was known as the Magnetic Lady. Um, <laughs> there was a photograph of her. She'd got spoons hanging from her chest. What? She looked great. She looked wonderful. And she, 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 she emits more than the normal amount of electricity that we all emit. Because uh, most people on this planet emit something like two kilowatts of electricity in a 24-hour period, um, which is more than we realise. Uh, but this lady emitted more than that. And she couldn't get a job with um, computers uh, because she influenced them. She, she, she blew them. They, she used to blow light bulbs. She used to go in a room and blow light bulbs. Uh, but the fascinating bit was the end of the story, and this was the bit that gets me. She said the more stressed she gets, the more light bulbs she blows. In other words, the more energy she gives off. So, you know, this energy thing, this is what ghosts are as well, energy. And as Einstein told us years ago, you can't destroy energy. You can alter its state, but you can't destroy it. So possibly they can influence lights on machines. I, I, you know, it's until somebody tells me different, I believe they can. But anyway, well, you I, use them a lot, don't you? In, yeah. in the, much more than we do. It's an American machine, isn't it? A K two, I think. Yeah, it is. I'm sure. Actually, Chris Fleming made that famous. Uh, oh, really? Undead famous, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, Andrew, let me ask you this. I mean, you also do. I mean, do you do readings and, and so forth too? I believe you do, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I mean. So, I mean, that's a big thing about one thing, understanding spirits and, and have spirits talk to you all your life. How, when did you make the, the jump from, you know, a personal thing to actually doing it for someone else? Uh, I went to a psychic fair and I got a reading off one of the mediums that was there. And she, she was on about that. She picked up that I could do it and everything. And then she told me to give it a try and said, just get a group of people who understand that. It's like your, your first go and everything. Uh, and ju just see how it goes, really. And then I come away with my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, and told her. And then the next day, I got a phone call from my mother-in-law saying, right, six people want readings on Saturday. So to say I panicked is a bit of an understatement. Then um, I, I had tarot cards and everything else and various other mm -hmm. things. And then on the first reading, I was told, put the book away and just go with what you feel. And it's just gone on from there since, really. And that was 10 years ago. So, I mean, as a reader, you don't believe you need... Uh, well, if you do use tarot cards, they're more as an, an instrument rather than... 
in other words, do they really give you a message, or are you just tuning into a message? It's it's just a visual thing, really, for people to look at. That's that's the way I look at it. But <laughs> people interpret it different ways. Uh-huh. I, I'm trying to get Richard to do tarot cards. I think he can. I've never ever had any dealings whatsoever. I I, I even I, I hate to admit this. I actually don't know how, what they do and how you use them. Now that I've heard them, I've heard about them. Never seen anybody. Nobody's ever given me a reading with one, and I actually still to this day don't know. Um, you know. What, I never, what I've never used them now. Unless, unless anybody asks, then I, I never use them. Really? No, no. I, I don't know whether it's just again something that's. I mean, it would be a terrible thing for me to actually say gimmick. But I mean, I, I don't know. No, it's a tool, Richard. It's a tool, <laughs> a visual tool. That's all. There'll be a lot of people be referring to me as one of those after saying that. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to me, I don't know. I. I, I um, Mm. I mean, here's, a, here's a, a, a big one, Andrew. I mean, um, you, like you said, you know, you did a reading. All of a sudden, six people wanted wanted um, wanted a reading from you uh, because I think deep down we all we all want readings. Nobody, nobody has ever given me a reading in in the whole of my life, which I find really quite strange. Not not that I'm, I don't believe in it, but it's just nobody has. But the problem you've got as a psychic medium, whatever we, we call you, is that that everybody's on yours, everyone that you're doing reading for usually is on your side. In other words, they, they we want to know that grandma's all right, or that whoever, you know, the past, yeah. and, and of course that's the problem I see with a lot of um, shows, um, that, you know, when people, 90% of the people that are in the audience have come along because they've got a loved one that they want to know if they're all right. And so, you so, hate to say it, but you're almost halfway there because yeah. they're, they're on your side from the start and they're gunning for you and they want you to say the right thing. And, and, so, and I'm saying, uh, with, I don't know you as such, but, you know, some mediums I know for a fact, actually, um, you know, you, it's the only trade I know where someone can get 29 things wrong and one right and you're marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly where you come from. Um, I've, I, yeah, I've, I've had a minority of people who come through, come and they just. But I, I just ask everybody to come with an open mind, really, and then take away what, what they want, really, and then it's 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 their own their own personal thing. Yeah, and it's. I, I mean, I've, I've had one old lady who come to me, and I, I brought everything. I brought. I think it was her husband who passed over. I brought everything through for her, and she said, "You've been absolutely brilliant." But she said, "But I only want to know one thing: how long have I got left?" Wow. And I, I just felt awful. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit there and tell someone. I mean, lo and behold, I didn't get it. But I said, "Look, I said that that's not what I'm here for. It's it's not something that I'm. I, I was comfortable with at all." Right. Yeah, understand that well you you know what's interesting it it, it is the unknown that we're dealing with and until we totally understand it then it's going to remain the unknown i mean there may be logical explanations for a lot of the things that we do for instance just to give you a simple example uh back when i was young uh when the remotes came out they they weren't the infrared they were uh, they worked on different things uh, like sound or so forth, and, and we we would be in the in the TV room watching TV, and then all of a sudden, the the channel would change by itself, yep. and uh, what it was is was the cat had a little 
a necklace on and it would shake it and make a sound and the sound would actually uh, change the channel. But, I mean, if until we understood that, it was unknown. You know, I mean, what was changing the channel? Could have been ghosts? Could have been what? But it wasn't. There was a logical explanation. It just, we hadn't discovered it yet. So it, it's kind of interesting that maybe some of these things uh, that we take as paranormal maybe really are just normal, but we just haven't discovered what's causing them yet. Andrew, <laughs> we all died on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost for words on that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I can totally understand your point of view, and that's why I like talking to Kieran and I like talking to Cal as well because they, they give a scientific side of things, like they, they'll give you ideas um, about how they feel that things could influence things and how right. it might not be paranormal. But the interesting thing too, Andrew, is that just because something can be explained uh, naturally doesn't mean it wasn't paranormal at the time it occurred. In other words, say we know that, for instance, that cat could shake his thing to change the TV for a particular sound, but every time did that, would that TV change, was it him doing it, or perhaps there were spirits there? I mean, we, we don't know for sure. I mean, I figured it out that it was a cat, because, but before I figured it out, uh, we didn't know. You know, it, it could have been paranormal. In fact, it could have been paranormal even with the cat there. I mean, just because uh, he did that doesn't mean the ghost couldn't do it as well. Does that make sense at all? <laughs> just to me. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, people are quick to jump on the thing. Oh, oh it's, it's paranormal, it's paranormal. And then nine times out of ten, you can come up with scientific aspects for it or it, it was just the cat's collar or things like that but it's 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 interesting and it's i, I like to get into good talks about it with people because it's interesting to hear everybody's side of things so now let me go back to your 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 ability as you call yourself psychic medium so a medium means you speak to the dead correct yeah and then the psychic means what I, I, I use it like t it, it's to me it's like a form of telepathy the way I speak to them and they speak to me. Okay, so you're not you're not using it in the form of, that you're predicting possible outcomes. No, 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 no. Um, I've I've had people come to me and, and ask that, but I, I always give them the same scenario. And if there's people listening who've had readings with me, I apologise because I'm going to do the same story again. Um, I could tell you that basically tomorrow night you're going to go and you're going to get on a green bus and then the green bus is going to crash. Mm -hmm. um, then you go the next day after I've told you and then a red bus and a green bus turn up. So you're not going to get on the green bus, you're going to get on the red one. So just just things like that, really. Wow, yeah. I mean, th this is something that fascinates me about uh, the... the uh, I, I, know for, I know that there is no... There's no time, I believe, in the spirit world, um, mm, I think, no. uh, as far as I know. Um, and, you know, the time is something that's been invented by us, by mankind anyway, to regulate us. You know, as far as I'm concerned, the time is now, and there is, there is no other time. But I have a serious problem with with mediums that do come along and tell you in a, what you've just sort of said to us. In other words, you know, next week um, uh, you're going to buy yourself a green um, uh, Ford Cadillac. Um, I don't understand why or how mediumship has anything to do with with fortune telling, which is which is telling the future. 
Yes. Yeah, Am I correct in that or not? Right? Because a lot of them do, or profess that they do. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a separate thing altogether. It's it, I'm a big believer in that everybody controls their own fate. Really, I mean, you, you could get 15 different people sit in a room and tell you 15 different things about tomorrow. One of them <laughs> happens. Does that make that person right? Mm -hmm. Could be a good and, guess. And so that let's yeah. let's bring out a little cider. Is that you have two mediums in a room and they tell you about two different spirits? Is either one of them wrong or right? But exactly. Mm, and it, nobody knows, do they? No, no it necessarily. I mean, uh, just because Andrew was picking up on a particular spirit doesn't mean that there's not another spirit that some other medium happens to be there, happens to be connected with at that time. Uh, is that wrong, Andrew, or am I okay with that? No, I, I, I can I can understand your point of view. It's like you, you could go somewhere, say, Chillingham Castle, after around for about seven ghosts, and you could have two mediums, and you're, you're not guaranteed to connect to one such ghost in itself, really, because they each, each pick their own thing. But, I mean, with regards to Richard's argument about time, then, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had two o'clock in the morning, there's been knocking on my door, people stood at the end of my bed, everything. So, yeah, it's 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 one of them things, really. It's People have their own opinions, and it's... I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, really. If you get two people, then you, you can get you can get two different spirits, or you might just get the one, or one might get one and one might not get one. It's 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 how it happens at the time, really. I think it depends, to be honest with you, because it's all back to this energy frequency, whatever you want to call it. You know, um, those two mediums may be like two radio receivers. One's tuned into 88.3 and the other's tuned into 101.7 uh, megahertz or frequency. So, in other words, you're on a different frequency, you pick up a different radio station. Uh, and probably the same thing applies, I believe, with, with spirits. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that's possible? Oh yeah. I mean, there's many times when I've worked with other mediums and they've picked up different different ones to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Is it possible that spirits can foresee the future? It's, uh, I don't know. I, I, in my own personal opinion, not really. They can tell you about things that may happen. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to choose that path, like, like the bit about the green and the red bus. You know, mm. if, if, I t if I tell you the green bus is going to crash, you're not going to get on the green bus. You're going to get on the red one because of what I've told you. Yeah, and I mean, I have to say, you know, again, as regards sort of, what is the word I'm going to death counselling, which I think I think mediums do a very, I think it's a great thing that, that a medium can say, you know, yeah, I've got your, I've got your husband with me now, um, and he's waiting for you, uh, everything's all right, you know, you're on your own, love, at night, I know, but worry not, because he's with you every night, uh, and he's looking after you, I think that does no harm. Whether it's true or not, I had to say I don't think that does any harm to anybody. Um, but I have problems when they start telling you other things, about, you know, and or some untruths. And the other problem I have is, and by the way, he's told you everything's going to be all right, yeah. which of course you hear so often. But you know, if they can't tell the future, how can he tell you that everything's going to be all right? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, we we really don't 
totally understand time in itself. I mean, there are, there are so many theories that, you know, for instance, time all happened at, at the same time. <laughs> Does that even make sense? But, I mean, oh, no. we do know that we can go, you know, we can slow time down. For instance, uh, I forget who the Russian uh, astronaut is, but I just saw a report on him. He spent the most time in, in space, and he is actually... Uh, went back in time a 50th of a second and with all the compiled uh, time that he spent uh, going up in space. Because the faster you move towards the speed of light, the, the slower time moves. That's the, the theory behind it. So that's, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, but so we, we really don't understand time but, totally. It, 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 it could be that a spirit does know the future because it's already happened to them. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then, of course, the, you have the alternate alternate uh, universe theories where, you know, in life there are all different things happening at the same time. We're all in different universes, yeah. basically, or dimensions that... Yeah. So, all I of mean, that, the holographic universe and the yeah. more dimensions. But here, quick, quickly, back to what you said before I forget it. I can understand that you can slow down something that's happened. <laughs> in other words, time that's happened in... Uh, Going back in back in time, but I don't understand how you can speed up or slow down something that hasn't happened yet. Well, that's what they talk. Einstein talked about folding space and being able to create black holes. Really, I don't yeah. know about that bit. I need but to know more of. It's it's interesting, but anyways, we we, uh, we go all over the place with this show. I, I apologize, Andrew. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's <Not> fine. <laughs> But uh, so, Andrew, if somebody wanted to uh, get a hold of you, how could they they reach you? And uh, I assume you do do readings and so forth, and you're available for events and stuff. I do. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, if they look under Andrew Gaylan, G W E L A N, Psychic Medium, or I've got a website www.andrewgaylan.com as well. Okay. Do you have anything uh, coming up uh, that you'd like to tell us about? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, somebody's just reminded me about one of my favourite moments, um, which was when somebody in America actually contacted me on Facebook. It was a family friend, because um, one of her nieces had gone missing. And she, I said, to be honest, I don't know what I can do. And she sent me a picture, and then I tried to do a reading from this picture, and I mentioned a set of drawers that were in this girl's room, and to look under the lining of the second drawer down. And then when I looked under the lining of the second drawer down, they found an address book. And I actually got a name, and I can't remember what the name was, and I passed it on to them, and they rang this name that they'd never heard before, and it was a friend that they hadn't told, she hadn't told them about, and she'd actually been there for the three days that she was missing. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Pretty good. That, 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 that freaked me out as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not supposed oh, to be Andrew. <laughs> but I mean, that's, go ahead, Richard. That's newspaper stuff. That is that. That's um. <laughs> That's very good. Um, you should, you should, you hide it under a bushel, Andrew. You should tell the world about that, or you just have. But I mean, that's that's. I think that's that's amazing. That's that's a good one. That is. Don't you think, Ron? I think so too. And uh, you know, I think that's perhaps uh, an overlooked area of, of mediums. I mean, they can be so helpful in so many different ways. I mean. Uh, we had one medium who was able to speak to people in comers, which is, imagine that ability and, and be able to do it. And, and, and to find people who are missing or, or, you know, I mean, that's all, 
good stuff. It's stuff that's useful uh, to people. I'm not saying that what you do isn't useful. I mean, it's one thing to be able to get uh, closure or so forth through a, uh, a medium, but to be able to help t- the living with the living, I think, is uh, right. you know really a great thing. Here's, here's something about that very quick. We've got time. Uh, quite interesting, because what, what Andrew's just said, of course, his, he, he was actually not dealing with spirits at all. He was actually dealing with, with living people, weren't you, Andrew? Right. I was, yeah. So, I, was I, it... I just, I look, sorry, go on. Did it come from a... Did a spirit give you that information, or did it just come from your... Oh, oh God, what do I say here? How do I say this? Psychic ability. Uh, well, I, I, personally, I believe it was spirit that passed it on, but I didn't actually right. make a hundred percent connection with it. But I mean, it was something that I, I'm, I'm the first to admit that. Yeah, some things still do frighten me, and it, it kind of freaked me a bit. In the end, when I got contact back, that they'd actually found her at that house. That's that's very good. That is that's that's something that I think is is you know proof positive. Of course, the skeptics out there will be like, ah, oh, well, how do we know it's true? How can you prove it? No, 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 no. You know, but that to me is good. Well, I might meet you in September, Richard, because you're coming at Darlington, so it's not it's oh. about a five, ten minute drive. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I look forward to it, my friend. Um, but I, I kid you not, um, go in. What you've just said to us, go back in because you said you couldn't remember the name or something. Go back and find <laughs> find out who it was, because I'm very interested in what you said. Because that to me is it. Um, and this is the sceptic saying it now. If if that's what you've said is right, that's proof proof beyond all doubt. I think that's pretty damn good. But you need to you need to make more of it. Trust me, well, that's I can, good. I can put you in contact with the family. That oh, I'd I want. I'd love you to. Yeah, I that's really no would. problem. Yeah, it's a good one. I think so too. It is very good, and, and you know what's interesting. We did, we just had a comment in the uh, Tojinet chat room about uh, how can we get a medium in the White House, <laughs> which I thought was kind of interesting. But as long as I don't uh, take photographs, because that's going to be an issue <laughs> over what? here with a certain Manchester United footballer. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> the um, oh god, just threw me off loop there. Uh, I know that, like, for instance, the Russians did a lot with uh, mediums and, and astral projection and psychic viewing. Uh, I mean, do you do that type of work as well? I mean, do you do astral projection? Do you do uh, psychic viewing? I don't do astral projection. I, I'll do psychic viewing if people ask me or psychometry or anything like that, but it's not something that I really sort of like go out my way to to tell people about it is I'd prefer them to come to me really with it. Do you, do you know that it, actually I think it was Gorbachev when or uh, when he was it Gorbachev or the other guy I forget one of the Russians uh he had a heart attack or and they believed that that uh there was actually rumors that it was part of a psychic assassin uh where you actually impose your will uh, and able to change things psychically versus, you know, other words, stop a, a heart from beating or so forth. Uh, I know that the Russians ex- uh, experimented with that because they've released some documentation on that. Uh, I mean, the, there's so much that we don't understand that the human mind can do. So wh- why is it that we have a hard time believing that we can't speak to ones that have passed and, and able to convey these messages to the living? I, I, I don't understand that. 
I, I think it's. I think a lot of it boils down to fear and the unknown, really. So, so people tend tend to be scared of something that they can't really see. That's a good point. It's a very good point. So it's it's more of a fear factor. Yeah. Which, Which goes. Yes. Do you know only to Ron is where the word ghost comes from. Where, where does to it be, come from? To be frightened of. That's what it means. It's Indo-European word, uh, G-H-O-I-D-Z, goized, um, which is uh, to be frightened of. Uh, and, of course, the English word, it's, it's all in the book, Ron. The, English, the old English word, ghost, G-O-S-T, uh, and then the Middle English word, ghast, G-H-A-S-T, um, all come from this old Indo-European word. They all mean to be frightened of. You know, you, mm. you've heard of, of being aghast at something and seeing right. something ghastly. It's frightening. Right, we just label everything that we don't understand. <clears throat> Excuse me. We label everything that we don't understand as a ghost because we're frightened of it. That's true. And we need yeah. to get away from it. We need to get away from this fear factor, um, and then start realizing that there's something real in it. Right. I actually do remember that, Richard, because I remember when we were up in New Hampshire. Uh, and, and you read the book in one night. And I read the book. Yes, I did. I read it. Well, I woke up so early because I was so excited, and I just read the whole book. So, <laughs> there you see. It's you available. Go. What is a ghost? What is a ghost? From Amazon. So, Andrew, I know we're just about out of time. We want to thank you so much. We've been speaking with Andrew Galen. Galen, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I said it right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and, well done. And you are, uh, if you want to, can they friend you on uh, Facebook? I know I just sent out one. By all means, yeah. I've, I've just tried to add Richard, but he has too many friends, apparently. Well, listen, my friend, I do apologize, but I'll, I'll look for you and I'll, I'll, I'll put you up the front of the list, mate. I'll do, I'm just sending you an inbox now so you can get in touch. I'll do that. that. I'll sort you out, I promise. No problem. Nice talking to you, my friend. It's been really interesting. And nice please talking do, to you will both. You I've really enjoyed get in it. touch about this, um, uh, you know, the... the uh, the house that you found where the girl was staying. Yep, no problem. Very interested in that one. So anyways, we will uh, tune in next week, and uh, we want to thank um, uh, Andrew Galen. I'm getting that down now. He's showing off now. You've, i got to just, you know, I'm flaunting it now. Uh, and you can <laughs> come, go to his website, which is uh, Galen. that's G-E-E, L-A-N dot com. And uh, if you want to get in touch with him, you can get it through there. And it's also an interesting uh, story on uh, Silent Voices magazine. So, oh, speaking about Silent Voices, don't forget to uh, read about the Lizzie Borden houses in this month's issue of Silent Voices magazine, which is free online. So, Rich, you got anything you want to add? I don't think there is. I'm, I'm for once in my words, once in my life, speechless, but fascinated after talking to Andrew. It's been really good. I've enjoyed it a lot. It's been great fun. And I'd like to wait to meet you in uh, in September, my friend. Yeah, I've I've, re I've really enjoyed speaking to you both. Yeah, it's, it's been, been really good. interesting. And anytime you'd like me back, by all means. And yeah, I'll, that's not a problem for September, Richard. Great stuff. Look forward to it. All right. So till next week from Richard and Ron and Ghost Chronicles International. Good night and God bless everyone. Happy on things. Ooh, good one. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 